In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 46th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Today, before heading over to Tuscaloosa for the Alabama Pro Day, we're going to talk from, uh, we're going to hear from Coach Dan Quinn at the Combine, look at some players on the Falcons' radar screen in the draft, Review General Manager Thomas Dimitrov's draft day trading record. Discuss some free agency issues and hear from former Georgia linebacker Roquan Smith. But let's get started here today uh, with Coach Dan Quinn. Last one. Yeah, Coach Dan Quinn here with the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Just want to ask him here at the Combine about uh, the UGA players and uh, Bradley Chubb from Hillgrove High and NC State. Coach, what do you think of the Georgia players? There are 10 of them here, and uh, uh, Bradley Chubb, a local kid that uh, folks are projecting to go in the top five. Yeah, and uh, part of, uh, like, two topics, really. One Mm -hmm. for the local guys, and uh, I can't wait to see some of them at our workout. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was guys that we got to see Grady, not only, you know, here at the Combine, like, hey, man, make sure you're up at Flower Branch. We have our local workout. That's another chance for those guys to say, Hey, man, not only am I homegrown here, I want to be a Falcon. So, like, hey, man, come up and check it out. So we're always, you know, keeping our eye on the guys, you know, that have local ties to here. Um, You know the importance of football in our area. And so for the guys that have played ball here in high school and growing up and then went elsewhere to play college ball, uh, knowing that they, you know, are going to get a chance, you know, work out with us uh, when they're back here and back home, that'll be good. Uh, We're really excited for the UGA contingency here. Um, It just goes to show, you know, when those kind of success happens, it helps everybody. Here they played so well, more invitations to the combine, more guys to look at. So um, I think it's a sign of things to come for them. And let's hope, you know, in most years, you know, there's a big contingency coming here. But uh, I'm excited to see. I mean, we've seen the runners, talked about offensive line, talked about the rushers. So uh, there's a long list of guys to look at. So not only will we visit with them here, uh, we'll get a chance to visit with them at UGA and then at our own day. So those are good things for us. And uh, I'm excited for Kirby. I'm excited for, you know, for Georgia and for, you know, the kind of style and attitude that they're playing with. So um, it's an exciting time. And Chubb, uh, Bradley, yeah. uh, you know, big, big kid, put up some numbers at uh, NC State. He sure did. I think it helped him, like, getting as much experience as he did there. Okay. Like, he's played, yeah, he's played now. He's got some experience. So sometimes having that extra year of experience can be a good thing. You know, it's a big topic right now. Like, okay, NBA, they're one and done, you know, and in, in football, you can play three and go. But generally, those guys that have stayed longer, um, especially at the defensive line spot, uh, that extra year of experience, it can pay off. I know it certainly did for Vic, right. you know, in his time there. We're like, okay, there was talk, would he come out early or not? But, like, just because you have the athletic numbers doesn't mean you don't need the on-the-job training and experience. So uh, I think that helped him, you know, and I certainly, you know, can't wait to watch him and evaluate him. All right, thanks, Coach. Coach Quinn there discussing uh, some locals, 
how he views the local day, that's a big thing for the Falcons. They get 30 guys from the area to come in that helped them with Grady Jarrett, uh, deciding to select him. Uh, you know, so that was a big one. So he's looking forward to the locals' days. He's also gave a shout-out to UGA and Coach Kirby Smart over there on the fine year they had. And we discussed Bradley Chubb at length. I just like that kid. You know, he, uh, you know, uh, did some some kind of bizarre things in college. I like the towel-snatching deal. Uh, he might be going number three to the Colts is what a lot of folks are hearing. I uh, believe Coach Ironside will get to go with him up to uh, the, the draft this year. I heard a lot of the guys are taking their uh, high school coaches. Five players on the Falcons' radar screen from the draft. The buzz was certainly around Vita VA, the Washington uh, defensive tackle there. Uh, he pulled up with a hamstring injury. Isaiah Wynn, of course, even before you got up there. UTEP Will Hernandez improved his uh, a lot at the combine. Justin Jones, the NC State defensive tackle, and B.J. Hill, the NC State nose guard, uh, have all interviewed, um, all confirmed interview with the Falcons, except for Hernandez. Don't have him confirmed. But Vita, uh, of course, Isaiah, they're all obviously over, over him. Uh, Justin Jones and then B.J. Hill from MC State also said they had formals with the Falcons. So, you know, it's pretty clear they're looking at the interior positions on both sides of the ball here, uh, high in the draft and low in the draft. Now, um, with the, the draft around the corner, item number three here today for us, I want you to Google Dimitrov's draft day trading record. Okay, and we'll have an item in that in the cover nine at nine blog dropping today too. Uh, last year he traded up to get to Karis McKinley. He loves the trade up move. He did it for Trufant. Of course, did the super trade up for Julio. And if they're going to get Vita Va, they'll have to trade up to get him. There'll be somebody they identify as their guy, either um, Vita, Isaiah Wynn, one of the other guards, as a need based pick. Coming out of free agency, we'll know exactly. If they sign a guard in free agency, then they're not going to draft one, too. So, um, you know, if they sign a nose tackle in free agency, then they're not going to draft one, too. I think they can do Bennett, and that won't affect free agency or the draft. But uh, we just got to keep our head on the swivel here. But in the meantime, we need to study Thomas Dimitrov's draft day record. He didn't like the nickname Trader Thomas. I tried to give him a few years back, so we'll just call it Thomas Dimitrov's Draft Day Trading Record. That's longer, but hey, he didn't like the nickname. Now, in free agency, it's starting to get a little clearer here. Uh, the Falcons have made a couple moves. Of course, you know they signed Matt Bryant, cut Levine Torlolo, and Derek Shelby, two guys that were, so, that were on our cap casualty list. Pretty sure they got to redo Andy Levitre's deal and then, you know, maybe even cut some more guys off of the list. But, uh, you know, they only have $14 million in salary cap money. They can save a lot by doing Matt Ryan's deal. But the Kirk Cousins situation is holding everything up. So if they can get that moved along, then they can get to Ryan. The Packers can do uh, Aaron Rodgers. Then they could have some money. And maybe be able to sign some of these guys on my list here. Uh, Andrew Norwell, the guard from Carolina, former undrafted uh, college kid. Uh, Alan Branch, a kind of intriguing uh, 
veteran nose tackle, defensive tackle. The Patriots are not going to have him back. Justin Pugh, he played out of position. Uh, people think he's a pretty good right guard. So maybe he's a, a fit. Uh, Keith Smith, fullback from Dallas. They need to add some power to the attack. And then uh, uh, ESPN reported they, they kept hearing Ed Dixon's name We for, uh, for former Carolina. It's 31-year-old veteran tight end. Uh, makes sense because you can't have all those young tight ends in there, Hooper and Salbert, especially when, you know, Hooper needs to mature a little bit. A veteran like Ed maybe could show him the ropes. If he still got anything left, uh, he'd be a good guy to maybe bring into the locker room. So that leaves Adrian Claiborne as the top free agent. As the Falcons said, they expected uh, Kamal Ishmael and Taylor Gabriel to test the free agent market. They don't believe they can re-sign Don Terry Poe. So with Bryant signed, uh, the biggest free agent on their list is Adrian Claiborne uh, that they like to have back. So I don't know if the Michael Bennett talks or to drive down Claiborne's price or or if uh, you know they still think they can get it done and, and, and if they have space for both of them. That's kind of a side note. Uh, Zeke Zanhu, the uh, fine agent, 20-year veteran out of Arizona who represents uh, Odell Beckham Jr., also Represents Falcons running back Terrence McGee, and he said he expected the uh, respected him back with the team. Okay, now we're just gonna wrap up here with a little bit from Roquan Smith at the combine. This is the uh, Roquan from the podium session. Not all of it, just a little bit to give you some play flavor on how the fine linebacker uh, did and talked to the fans. is uh, underrated at times because some, some most, a lot of teams know you know great teams that have great defensive players and more so at the linebacker position linebackers use you know you take control of the defense you know pretty much most of the time are the leaders of the defense and you pretty much have to make a lot of plays and uh, all of the checks for a defense and I think that definitely good, very good linebackers can definitely elevate uh, defenses what makes a good leader uh, just a guy who truly cares about his teammates on and off the field, regardless of the situation, always there for them through adversity, uh, whether it's a little uh, there at that high or at that low, and just always someone you can depend on and someone that you know committed on and off the field and lead by example as well. I actually did struggle with the decision to uh, go pro early. Uh, it was just, um, so it was like I... Um, Came up short in the national title game, so that definitely played a, uh, a part in it. And then uh, wanted to finish up my degree uh, at the university, so that def definitely played a part in it. And it was just the brotherhood and the camaraderie we had there at Georgia, and like I just love those guys. And it was just the last chance of being a child, more so not having to worry about like adult responsibilities and things of that sort. So that definitely uh, played a part. And just when I was talking to like many individuals, you know, who may have left college early or something, it was more so like, yeah, I really do miss college if I could just go back one time so really taking everything like that into consideration and I really thought about it hard but at the end of the day after weighing the pros and cons it was in my best interest that I did leave it would have been a bit more easy but I would have definitely still took took it into consideration as far as my degree and then just the brotherhood that we had there at Georgia Roquan Smith discussing his departure from the University of Georgia uh, certainly uh, understand how tough that was, especially uh, 
you know, uh, knowing his history, how he flipped from UCLA to go to Georgia, everything worked out for him for three years at uh, up in Athens. I have him going to Oakland. With the 10th pick in the draft, they really need a linebacker. Uh, and uh, that'll be a great story for him as a top 10 pick coming out of the University of Georgia. We're going to wrap it up here at the 46th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. want to thank Coach Dan Quinn and Roquan Smith for stopping by this week. You all take care and have a great week. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop story. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.